Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, Salam. Welcome to Amalia Works From Home. Selena, Nafisa and I have decided to stream our daily morning meetings where we check in with each other while social distancing, share our reflections and try to keep up the morale during these uncertain times. This episode... We're discussing how intentionality and sleeping are linked, why small changes can make big waves, and the reality of a lockdown in winter. All our love and thighs. Hi, Sarah. It's making an appearance. And it's Sarah and Sarah. Hi, babe. You're right. I'm going to feature on the podcast. And visual. Are there any nuggets of wisdom you'd like to share to the listeners, Sarah? Oh, bear. Go to bed early. Because what a bar. If you don't, you set yourself up to fail, basically. That's quite... It's true. Profound. I was listening recently to a talk about um, protecting your salah. And basically, one of the tips, one of the things about waking up for Fajr was that if we... If we um, stay on our devices and we stay up late and we do all the things that basically we're probably all doing that we're setting we're, we're setting our intention to fail instead oh, of setting our intention oh, in, in, mm. instead of setting our intention all right sis anyway that's work from home done <laughs> <laughs> spiritual reasons to go to bed early setting yourself up for failure wow I, I mean she's not wrong to be honest she's not wrong she's not wrong did you know also that a lack of sleep can contribute to a higher chance of you developing dementia? Yeah, I'm. I'm so. Do you know what? I'm so grateful to myself. <laughs> yeah, that I was never bullied into having less sleep. I've never in my life been bullied into having less sleep. I can have I always. Can I just say that? Whereas certain of my siblings, <laughs> we have other things to say for that. Can I just say though, you had a dad, yeah, who protected your sleep. Don't wake her up. She's sleeping. Be quiet. I'm not telling her to work. Shh. Nothing. Sarah, can I tell you? One time we went back home to India, yeah, to my nanny's house, yeah. The way Selena doesn't sleep. Did my dad not lock her in a room with a lock from the outside and said, "Go to sleep." How old was she? Can you ask me? How old was she? She was in her good late twenties. Just had to lock. Had to lock. He locked her in and told her to go to sleep. <laughs> so surely you've always, you've always not slept. Yeah. Why, Sarah? Her and my dad. You know, there's different people in this world. Yeah. If I wake up in the middle of the night, yeah. Yeah. I look around, acknowledge it's dark, go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, to be honest, even if I look around, acknowledge this morning, go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens, you go you back. You actually legit sound like mum. My mum's like, if you wake up at night, <laughs> go back to sleep. Me and my mum are the same. Whereas there's other people in the world, like Selena and my dad, you wake up, it's the middle of the night, you don't care what time it is. What do you do? What's the logical thing to do? Go downstairs, start eating cereal, watching the news, watching TV, eating toast. These lot would have midnight meetings downstairs, Sarah. That's so live. I would love to be on your level. Listen, Shilla, I read something not too long ago about people who live with a mutation that allows them to function on very little sleep without any of the ramifications. So they operate like high functioning during the day or at least like average level of productivity with like two to five hours sleep. My mum and my dad are the same. So I I must have the opposite mutation then. (laughs) No, but then some people sleep for ages but don't get a good quality sleep. So you you pat yourself on the back for that. If I sleep for too long, I wake up grotty. I do. That's mine's so all over the place. That's because you're waking up in the wrong part of your sleep cycle, people. You know what? I realize people are going to get well confused because we have Sarah in the podcast, and my mate Sarah just came into the podcast and she made me some chia pudding. I won't lie, I was a bit. Apprehensive. I saw her putting like chia, coconut milk, and avocado, but it's actually really banging. You know what? I've always um, wanted to try it, but I have such a thing with textures. That for I me, I knew you were gonna say that. That for it's me, like my work I put it in the blender, so it's smooth like yogurt. Oh no, no, because yeah. you'll still feel the grain. Yeah, yeah. and they get gel- they get gelatin, gel- gelatinous or whatever. That gelatinous, that gelatinous. They get gelatinous. Sorry, I'm editing my mistake out. Yeah. Back to the sleeping thing. And the fudger thing, right? You know, we we talk about intention a lot, and I think we've spoken about it a lot on the podcast as well. And it's one thing like thinking intention, like having intentionality in your thought, but you know, it's is that following through with the action? Are we actually sleeping early? Are we setting our alarm? Are we preparing ourselves to succeed or are we preparing ourselves to fail Mm -hmm. and subhanallah like sometimes i think it's the smallest thing that you have to change in your life Mm -hmm. for everything to then just follow through and work better and you know what sleeping early yes it does or waking up early sorry i think it does have a big impact on the flow of your day and and how that and early might be different things for different people some it might be actually i want to wake up at six and start my day some it might be eight whatever your early is it's about committing to that right um yeah and sometimes i think it's really small changes in your life that will have grand effect Mm -hmm. on kind of the results and output of your life and what is a small change you have made recently if any that have made a big impact whispering at my children when I want to shout <laughs> so instead of saying put your shoes on we're going to be like put your shoes on we're going to be like oh my god yeah that's so scary bro I'd like to eradicate shouting from my they do look at you like <laughs> you so do that whatever the opposite of flashback is into the future where I was just telling someone off as a grown adult in the office and being like I told you the deadline <laughs> and you haven't told me that you can't get there 
<laughs> all this parenting advice says the moment you yell and you shout it shows your child you're losing control so i'm thinking okay maybe if i whisper they'll think i'm in full control and but then isn't they, it you know, a case of sometimes it is like guess what i am losing control because you're making me lose my mind right now mm-mm. Mm-mm. because that when you start saying to somebody you're making me angry you're not taking ownership of your own anger right it's actually i am angry because i am angry i can choose how i feel okay so i am losing my mind right now because i feel very angry that all morning you're not listening to me and i don't like it but it's still within my control to regulate and sort out how i respond and how i work through that right if you sense that someone's losing control then you'll have more like i don't know yeah well you'd feel more rebellious wouldn't you like you'd feel more like because you're like oh i can get them yeah like if someone's losing control you <laughs> lose need your... to be pushed a bit yeah you, they, you lose your respect if you see someone losing it's like supply teachers isn't it that's why they have such a hard time oh, that is so true you know what i would it's never basically oh. that isn't it and yeah that's the most perfect example ever <laughs> Like, I couldn't think of anything more perfect than that. I have a few standout memories from my school and they both involved supply teachers and how they were absolutely violated. I wonder if any of our listeners have been supply teachers because what a You know what? I've what said it job. before, but I was that kid that when the teacher came in, I encouraged everyone to pretend like they didn't speak English. But this is the thing, Shalom, with supply teachers, everyone became that kid. Even the best of kids became the kid that gave fake names, that became the kid who just... You know, like, and then your real teacher would come back and be like, I'm very <laughs> disappointed. I heard da, 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 and everyone's sitting there like, and what? <laughs> Do you know actually what I've really been liking on um, social media is these skits about teachers. And like, there's best skits like, I've got all day. It's not me. That's, you know, there's like these things that teachers say is like the holy grail of teaching us where they go to teaching school someone learn these techniques like they look at their clock like they look at their watch (laughs) even if they don't have a watch i'm like it's not my break that i'm missing (laughs) (laughs) and it's not my bus that i'll be missing and having to explain to my parents where i've been I'm quite happy to see. And that t- one where they're like, in my 10 years of teaching, <laughs> I've never. Da, 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 da. Came back. Hannah came back and said she did exactly that yesterday for the first time ever. She was did like, I had a um, list of things for, because I was, you know, normally when we come to work from home, I think about what's on my mind at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it was a very randomized series of things that I would like to share. One of them, so I logged out to it this yesterday because it Did felt you? Very... you didn't notify us through email. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it felt very intense with the Nigeria and SARS um, yeah, stuff happening. Mm. Um, and it just felt very like I, I just, you know, like moments like this, I'm just like, does it just feel like it's getting more and more intense or are we just that whole constant does it feel like it's more getting more intense or are we just seeing more sort of thing definitely closer to things yeah like i'm i i just i'm not there and i don't want to take away from you know what i mean yeah because of social media you're seeing 
you're seeing i couldn't comprehend what we are able to see yes happening like literally live like on people's instagram lives and it also i was just like thinking about this year and stuff like that and it dawned on me and this isn't a nice dawning but it dawned on me that the lockdown for me i'm talking from my personal perspective right but i imagine there'll be people who relate to this it dawned on me that the march lockdown we had is probably the nicest period we're gonna have Mm. because it was still a novelty we were saving money it was still like you know figuring things out you know twitter was giving us the banter every day of like every you know like literally lockdown jokes not to take away from people who have obviously had life loss and loved ones lost but you know the weather was good we were meeting in people's gardens and I just feel like now on a holiday a bit yeah because it was the novelty of like you know you're at at home and you're saying money and like all these things like there was a level of novelty because we've never had anything like this before and then I was I think yesterday as well it was like particularly gloomy and rainy and then I was just like wow like part of it is like we did so much as like a nation and as communities and it feels like it's all just been erased because of I mean the fact like the Tories have voted not to provide meals yeah just to see that like the lack that the humanity or lack of and just seeing like you know Labour backbenchers Mm -hmm. giving their speeches and talking about it and one was just like are we really here Mm. where we are like it just it just it feels like I really feel like you know now we're starting to see like the reality is we're in a recession and all of these things like I'm I just really felt like because do you know what made me realize I was looking for a video on my phone and then I saw a video of me being in my mum's garden and I was I had like done some shopping and I was like oh look I've got like aubergine for you blah 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 and we were all like laughing and joking and, you know, social distance and making jokes about it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not saying it was even funny then, but because no. it was new, we was, you know, there was still like... It's put quite a sinister, sinister lens on it as if like, yeah. we all were just living in La La Land, didn't know what was coming kind of thing. We didn't. Um, but I think it, that was also like a collective coping mechanism as well, because yeah. obviously there is this dormant awareness that we're going into the unknown and there is probably going to be some real, very life-changing ramifications. Like we heard the odd headline like um, here and there, but you can't take on changes in your life um, mundane tasks in your life and then the collective burden of um, a whole world pivot as well you just can't do it you have to find but obviously now that some of those luxuries are being taken away from us for example good weather and the ability to go outside and have some recreation time with other people at a good distance because the weather's just going to like completely shut everything down yeah in this country so like if it's like yes I don't know how it was for you. it was raining all day it was raining. yeah it was yeah. gloomy like I woke up and it felt like you know when evening's about to hit it yeah. felt like that mm-hmm. and I also went to this exhibition right and what the exhibition did is it asked local residents over September and October what their hopes for the future was and it was called the future project and the tagline was like something like um 
bright futures or something like that mm -hmm. and the way it worked is you walk in there's a dark room and then you see like you hear and see people's statements of like what they want for the future mm -hmm. i was left feeling like they caught the sentiment of the nation and i because you know when you think about future you think about i mean i think about you know either wacky or joyful or like you know talking about like big ideas even if it, that's in the context of like how to end certain struggles and stuff like that things i noticed was firstly it was very it, it was it wasn't the stuff they were saying felt like survival mm. like you know like it it felt like things that we think of as norms in terms of I want to spend time with my loved ones mm. I want to be able to be in my job those sorts of things mm. and then there was political things too a lot of talk about Tories a lot of talk about the government it just it felt it felt hopeless mm. and I was sitting in the room and I was like this doesn't feel hopeful this feels hopeless like even the people making points about politics mm. it was still from a perspective of like I don't even think we can get to the government that we think we yeah. should have. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still from the context of like, this feels crap. Like, and there's this one Indian, I could tell it was like an old Indian woman, like from the voice, you can tell you don't see their face or anything. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what's my hopes for the future? And you can hear kids playing in the background. And she was like, I can't even think about the future at the moment. She was like, I just have to take each day as it comes. Mm -hmm. And there was, like I just I You're an older person to say that as well because usually like they're working in hindsight is 2020 and you know that kind of stuff for for them to be operating on a coping mechanism of like I just got to get through today it just, it, you, know, you can always take wisdom from that as well I think you know I think it's important to plan and you know be hopeful for the future but, you know, the reminder of actually living day to day and being in the moment is entirely relevant as well, given the, you know, the time that we are living in. And I think when you're surrounded by so much uncertainty externally, the one certainty you have is you can live in this moment right now. There was one that I read, this was my favourite one, and she said, my future is in the detail. I've come and met my friend. We've had cake in a very difficult time. That gives me hope for the future. This evening, my husband cooks, cooking my dinner. That gives me hope for the future. The detail, it's all in the detail. That's so incredibly important. And it's like the bridge to what that lady was saying of like, I can't think beyond. But actually, when I think of some of like my happiest moments, it is in those small details, isn't it? But God, I just I feel very this week, just like... It, just feels like everyone's on the cusp or in burnout ever because you know what it was it's like okay so like there's there feels like there's no end sight it just feels like everything we did and everything we did to now just it's like the idea was like if we do this then we will come out of it in some way shape or form but it's like it feels like we've gone back to square one in many ways and then we've got all these rules yeah. Yeah. babes i'm gonna have to leave and attempt to go to kew gardens have a fantastic time enjoy we know that allah is the control of everything right everything is decreed because of Allah.
So that is the one thing we need to hold on to. And if you're really struggling, stop watching the news. Stop Look watching after Twitter. What you need to know will get to you, inshallah. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Amalia Works From Home. If you enjoy our episodes and want to support our production, head on over to amalia.com slash support. You can find us on Instagram at amalia underscore com and on Twitter at amalia underscore tweets. Like, share, subscribe and we'll see you on the next one. 